Welcome to the Valorman Podcast, where we bring the hero out of ordinary men. If you are struggling in life as a man, or know you can improve in certain areas, this is the place to be. We cover leadership, masculinity, mental health, relationship dynamics, and more. Never forget that you have a purpose and a destiny to fulfill on this earth. You have every single innate talent and ability to achieve that specific purpose and destiny. Only you can bring what you can bring to the world. Welcome, everyone. It is an honor to have you here today. I am going to be talking about the top three things I have learned moving across the world from Orlando, Florida in America to Thailand, Chiang Mai, Thailand. And I have visited Bangkok, Chiang Mai, Chiang Rai, Cambodia, and Phuket, all incredible areas in the world that I definitely recommend you go and check out for yourself at some point. Every single place has its own kind of vibe. Really, really cool. Just an incredible life experience that I've learned so much from, which I'm going to be talking about today. Now, when I made this transition, I knew that I was going to be leaving friends and family and going all in to Valorman, going all into the mission, which is to end the masses of men living lives of quiet desperation, as well as women. You know, we serve women now as well. We have Valor men and Valor women that are going through the Alignment Blueprint program. So what is the first thing that I learned on this journey? The first thing that I learned is that entrepreneurship, if you're going to start a business It is not about how well you can be self-made or how well you can do things on your own. If you have that mindset, (laughs) you will quickly fall. You will quickly fail. And I think this is why a lot of businesses do fail, especially in the first couple years. They only rely on their own ability. They don't leverage the passions and skills of others. They don't want to invest in the ideas of others. And there's a couple things that we can take out of just that. The first thing is letting go of control, letting go of the need to be quote unquote self-made. If you guys haven't watched my video on Instagram where I posted about the philosophy of Lao Tzu and Taoism, he says that nothing is self-made. And the reason why nothing is self-made is Because think about it this way. For you to be born, two other people had to be intimate and you had to be formed in your mother's womb. I also believe that God formed you in your mother's womb. So that's already three beings, right? That's already three souls there. Now, for your mom and dad to create you, they had to have a mom and dad. And that can just go on and 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 on to hundreds and even thousands of people that had to partake in you just being born. Even the house that you live in had to be built by other people. It had to be sold to you. It had to be sold to a landlord. That landlord had to rent out that room you're living in. The pillow that 
you put your head on and sleep on at night, the bed, had to be created by other people. Do you see what I mean? Nothing is self-made. Even the skill sets and abilities that you have, even how you've grown your business or even how you have achieved your goals, you've achieved them from the help of other people teaching you and instilling those skills and leadership abilities within you. Now, I'm not saying you don't have amazing talents and amazing abilities. You do. But you're not self-made. The design is not for you to be self-made. It's for you to delight in the collective, to delight in the skills of others so that you guys can all create something of great impact. That's the first thing. The second thing is when it comes to wanting to do things on your own, if you are continuing in that belief system, you will quickly burn yourself out because the thing about growing a business, the thing about trying to be an entrepreneur is, and I'm sure you know this if you are one or are just starting to be one, there is so many things you need to do that it would take you probably about three to five years just to get the business afloat. Because you have things that are legal. You have things that are on the accounting side, on the tax side. You have things on the sales side. You have things on the marketing side. The marketing side in of itself has organic media. You have your Instagram. You have your Twitter. You have your Snapchat. Well, Snapchat's not really for the business. You have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, right? That's already four channels that you have to manage yourself. Then you have to shoot the content, edit the content, produce the content, come up with the scripts, come up with the strategy. Then you have to do the market research. The market research in of itself is extremely difficult. And then you have the paid media side, right? You have the web development side. You have the copywriting side. This is all just marketing, <laughs> right? This is not even the content that you're going to be putting out, right? This is not even the course creation if you're selling courses. So you have to understand that before you go in, right? That's one of the biggest things that I've learned is that really what moves the money needle in the sense of my skill set is only about 5 to 10% of the whole business. That's it. The next thing that I learned is that in visiting the Long Neck Quran villages, I encourage you to look that up. It's fascinating. And in visiting Cambodia, these, these villages and these people go through absolute hell. If you're an American, you have grown up with so many blessings in your life that I, I, I can't even describe. And there was a lot of things that I didn't understand that I took for granted that I learned from this experience. In Cambodia, they've pretty much been in war for the past thousand years. <laughs> there has been slaughtering of the Cambodian people worse than the Holocaust. I, I mean, it, it, it has been that serious. Even our tour guide that we had that was walking us through the Angkor Wat temple, his father was killed when he, when he was young. 
simply for not believing in the belief system of the government. So it really puts it into perspective that the freedom of speech we have is such a, a blessing. And in these long neck Quran villages, right above there used to be called Burma. It's now called Myanmar because the, the crazy government changed the name and they're murdering people and basically doing the, th the same thing that's happening in Cambodia. There's these two girls and their whole family was killed. And so they had nowhere to go. And now they're basically, I don't know if refugee is the, the right term or not, but they had to come in Thailand and live with the long neck um, people there. And it just breaks your heart. You know, it, it just really puts a lot of things into perspective. But even after all of those things, what I noticed is they are some of the happiest people I've ever met in my life. The happiest people I've ever met in my life. And they go through all of that suffering. They have, you know, very little healthy living conditions. The floating villages in Cambodia, their houses are on lakes. Their, their house is basically a boat. It's a little shack, right? Hundreds of people, maybe, maybe thousands of people live on the lake. And this lake is also their plumbing system. And then they shower themselves with that lake that they use the bathroom in. <laughs> and they're still the happiest people I have ever met. And so what this taught me was that when you rely on God, the universe, and, the, and, and nature, th there's a video that I saw. Um, it was a spiritual video. I forget the guy's name. But he said something so powerful. He said, your gun, he said, your weapon that you have to hold is God, the universe, and nature, right? G-U-N. That's your gun. And that was the gun of these people. The people in America who are hustling for success and, you know, grinding to get the bills paid and just so worried about finances and stressed out are so much less happy than the people who are living in what seems to be the worst living conditions. <laughs> They just have such peace in their hearts. And I want to encourage you to put this on your bucket list. Put the floating villages in Cambodia or just Cambodia as a whole and also the long neck villages near Myanmar on your bucket list. It's something that you have to go and witness. It's worth every dime to get over there and experience and this experience really challenged me. I was working 70 hours a week to try and get the business afloat. And I was so stressed out. I mean, I was over across the world around some of the most beautiful culture and people. And really and truly, I couldn't enjoy it. I couldn't enjoy it because I was so stressed out about the business. And I burned myself out. And this experience came just at the right time. It was a God-given thing. And I realized that I was working so hard for no reason. <laughs> I was working by my own ability. Just like the first thing that I said. I wasn't relying on the passions and skills of others. I wasn't relying on God. I wasn't allowing God 
to provide with his eternal provision in my life. And once I was able to change my perspective and embody that harmony with God, create that love relationship with God, and really get grounded in the belief set that I have eternal provision in God, that is the only time I was able to have peace throughout the entire thing. Even though I'm in alignment, right? Even though I'm in alignment with my values, even though I am doing my passion and I have so much more fulfillment with the work that I do when I was in the marketing industry, I still got to a place where I burned myself out and I lacked in peace. I lacked in my mental and emotional health. And I realized that it was because I was relying on my own ability. I was not trusting in the integrity and the eternal provision of God to give me the resources the business needed, to give me the people that I needed for clients, to guide my heart and mind into the right strategies. I was completely against that without really even knowing it. And so when I changed that perspective, when I flipped that around, I've experienced so much more peace. I've experienced so much more happiness. I've experienced so much more fulfillment. And really and truly, not that much has changed in the business in of itself, other than I'm going to definitely add in a Harmony with God course because this is so important. But it's not like I, you know, Oh, yeah, now, now the business is just flourishing, right? There's still difficult times financially right now, but even in those difficult times financially, I still have the peace. I still have the hope that God is going to provide. And so I want to let you know and finish with this that you do have the eternal provision in God. You are loved by God. You are seen as a being that is made in his image. And you have infinite worth and value to him. The more you allow him to provide for you, the more you receive his love, the more peace you're going to have, even within the hardest times. All right, guys, that's the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you in the next one.